This podcast is brought to you by Glow Anti-Aging. I've been going to Glow for the past two years and love the environment. I always feel refreshed and rejuvenated every time I leave. To maximize convenience and comfort, you can now pamper yourself at home by shopping all your favorite products online at gloantiaging.com and use the code OurHockeyLife for 10% off. Hey there, it's Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Codette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on her way to Super Momet, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with stories. Hey there. Straight from beautiful Las Vegas, we welcome Haley Thompson, this laid-back beauty, to join us today for a chat. She's a Canadian girl with a serious passion for horses and equestrian riding. Her and her fiancé, Mark Stone, the first ever captain in Golden Knights history, are loving their Nevada life and Vegas community, and we are excited to share her with all of you. Hi, Haley. How's it going? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. This is Bridget. Hi, Haley. Hi. Hello. Nice to virtually meet you. Yeah, nice to virtually meet you, too. I think this is how meeting everybody these days. I was going <laughs> to say, this is how it's done. Are you in Vegas right now? Yes. Been yeah. here since October. Oh, so lucky. Yeah, it's actually very, very warm right now. It was 23 yesterday or something. So I haven't seen you in a while, a couple of years. I met Haley when they were in Ottawa. Um, yeah. I finally we went, went for dinner with Julie. <laughs> yeah, I finally went to go see Julie and she's like, you have to meet Haley. She's like the younger version of me. I'm like, Julie, you're so young. What do you mean? Like the younger version of you? I was like, okay, sure. Bring her out. So it was such a fun visit. It was, it was fun to go see like where Julie had been hanging out and stuff and meet her friends and you included. So yeah, she, she's so funny. She, as soon as I'd like always be hanging out with her and her kids and she'd be like, I feel like this is what I used to do with Codette in Arizona. Yeah, exactly. It's fun to, it's fun to have that young friend without kids. I was that young friend without kids too. And I would, I remember it was Stacy Muller. She had four little girls and she was like, Hey, we, we were in Florida at the time. And she's like, Hey, do you want to go to Disney world with me? Like I need a sidekick. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. But just hilarious. So I, did much the, fun. I did the same thing in LA. Like the older girls would be like, can you help me at Disneyland? I'm like, yeah, sure. I guess. Oh my yeah. God. I wish there was a Disneyland in Ottawa. So I could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Been that girl. So Parliament, hit up Parliament. <laughs> Yeah, I pretty much just go to, I go to the park with Julie. <laughs> We'd slide on the slide. Oh, that's so cute, though. I love those friendships. So was Thank she you. your first hockey girlfriend? Like, yeah, I mean, I like, so how I met Mark was through my sister. So obviously I had her, but I mean, it's, I guess it's not really counted because I obviously knew her my whole life. So Julie was probably like the first like close friend I had her and Britt Smith probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So backstory, Bridget, okay. um, Haley's sister. So her husband was playing for Ottawa and then 
So Mark, Haley, Mark lived with them. What? Okay. Well, you got yeah. a lot of uh, family hockey connections here. Okay. Start over. Haley, your sister, um, is, what's your sister's name? I always like her name's Jamie. People. Jamie. Okay. Yeah. So she started dating Cody CC who played for the Sens. Um, they've been together like eight years now or something. And one summer Mark didn't have a place in Ottawa, but he wanted to live there all summer so he could train and everything. Uh, cause he wasn't on the team full time yet. Okay. Um, and so Cody was like, well, you can just like live with me and my girlfriend. And so that's how I met him. <laughs> oh, okay. So funny. I love so that. right away were you like, Ooh, this guy's cute. No, actually we didn't start dating for a whole like year and a bit after he lived with them. Yeah. Um, I actually had a different boyfriend when we met. Uh, that's funny. Then, I was thinking you, you must have a different boyfriend. <laughs> I did. Yes. I had Take a different it. boyfriend and pretty much as soon as me and my boyfriend broke up, Mark like moved in. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He was very respectful though. He never tried before that. Oh, yeah. that is cute. So you obviously had a connection. That's kind of cool. Cause you got to be friends first and then you were just kind of. Yeah, it was funny. I really definitely thought he never thought of me that way um, at all. And then there was one night we like went out to a bar and we went back to my sister's house because Mark at that point didn't live with them anymore, but his house was directly behind there. So he could just walk home. Um, And I was staying at Jamie and Cody's and we were all just like sitting on the couch after the bar and he just like put his arm around me and me and my sister, I think both were kind of like, what? (laughs) what's happening are we doing this (laughs) she was maybe was she thinking that you were keeping something from her (laughs) I don't know I think she was just as confused as I was that she was like what (laughs) I love it like the old arm around you like oh like the yawn like actually (laughs) the yawn and stretch like okay just go for it oh my god that's so cute how many years did he spend in Ottawa I was trying to figure it out I'm pretty sure he played played one two I think he played like four years there like or maybe three and a half for yeah about four years I think until he got traded okay and you're from the area right because I remember yeah I was from Brockville so it's like an hour drive from Ottawa okay because I remember your mom was there too so I was like meeting the whole fam um yeah that's awesome (laughs) I love that well it makes it easy for your mom to visit when you guys were together. I know. She was so sad because now Jamie and Cody are in Pittsburgh. So she's so sad that none of us are there anymore. And across the border. So yeah, really not easy. No, last year they were in Toronto. So it wasn't, still wasn't bad for her to go visit, but yeah. That's wild. And then the other relation is that your brother-in-law plays and that's. Yeah. (laughs) Mike. Yeah. Michael. Okay. Um, I get confused. I actually know a couple. I have another two guys that are brothers and their names are Mike and Mark. They're brothers too. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And I always mix them up. Yeah. We always call him, I always call him Mike and so does Mark, but Mark's mom always says Michael. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. But uh, they are in Calgary and I know that you know Michelle Codette. Yeah. Um, I love Michelle and her little yeah. cookie business. Oh my gosh. Yes. She's so cute. And she's so funny. They're literally the best. Yeah. Like they're, they're so good. <laughs> I'm dying so to good. try them. We had her on the podcast. No, they got a cute little fam. I'm sure it's hard for you not to, you guys not to see them all the time and be around the kids yeah. right now. Um, I think Mark, Mark saw them in September because right after the bubble was over since he was in Edmonton, he just went to Calgary right away um, to go visit. So he saw them, but I haven't seen them in a year and a half probably. Oh, wow. 
I love the difference between the brothers though. Like Mike is always like his hair is perfectly done and gelled oh, yeah. in place. And then you like see Mark <laughs> do an interview and I know. like everywhere. It's <laughs> so funny. Even it's honestly hilarious. <laughs> I love that. I love like different personalities and families where it's just so like one extreme to the next. I know yeah, it's so funny. Exactly. And I think Michelle is more like Mark. Yeah. She kind of flies by the seat of her pants. Like she's like, whatever. Yeah. What about you and your sister? Um, We're pretty different. Very like I, everyone always thinks that I'm older than her when they first meet us (laughs) because I've always kind of just been more of like a, I don't know. I just am more of like a mature personality, I guess. Not that she's immature, but she definitely likes to like let loose and have fun more than I do. I've been getting a little bit better about doing that, but (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying to practicing at home for come the out last of my, year come out of my shell a little bit but um, <laughs> and she's yeah. like a night she's a night owl I'm a morning owl she's like I'm like OCD like cleaning everything all the time she's more like chill obviously she's not like messy but she definitely doesn't like need to scrub her counter twice a day like I do <laughs> that is so funny I love your like your fun facts I was like oh yeah okay you yeah you like you like to get up early or no you're always early Always early, yeah. yeah. You and, and Kodak you like to, both. And you like to vacuum. I was like, oh, speaking my language. <laughs> I know. Mark and I are early to every team party. Like, we're always the first ones there because we're like, oh, they told us to come at 6. We'll be there at 6. Yeah. And then everyone else shows up at 6.30, and we are like, the only ones for a half hour at, like, the team party. We're like, we need to start learn how to start being, like, fashionably late or something. <laughs> he likes to be early, but then when at the same time he gets, like, kind of mad, but he's like, well, we're the first ones every time. Like, I don't want to be first every time we go somewhere. <laughs> but I think it's respectful. It's like, yeah, I know. serving food, then like they've scheduled it to like have it there yeah. for when it's six. Like, that's true. Just so know. you know, if I invite you to my home at six, I, I do not show up at six because <laughs> I won't be ready yet, <laughs> even though it's at my house. That's I talked to you guys. I don't know how Ray and I are married because he likes to be on time too. He's very punctual. And I think that comes with having obviously played hockey forever and you're going to be in shit when you're a kid you've got to skate extra yeah. and when you're a pro you're paying money if you're late time is money, yeah. time is money. he just know, mark, has it with me but mark's always early to the rink he always leaves like super super early for games i'm pretty sure they had a rule for only like a week where you could only be at the game a certain amount of time ahead of time and a bunch of guys were like no like it just throws off their routine way too much I know it was yeah. like yeah they could only go an hour and 45 minutes before or something and Jason's like this yeah. is not gonna go over well no, no it kidding. didn't I think it was that for a week so oh it's over well, oh okay yeah it's not that they don't have it anymore oh I, well they I do seen. they all do really do have such a routine that they go through no like and it mm-hmm. takes time it takes time and some I think just need to leave their house <laughs> like <laughs> unwind let's not let's yeah. not fool ourselves here I know some yeah. of them are running to the rink yeah they're like it's not part of my routine it's part yeah. of my sanity to get out of my house <laughs> yeah exactly uh nice try and so you grew up horseback riding and you still do it yes I brought my horse from Ottawa to Vegas last year what so kind of riding somebody- it's a hunter jumper. I do hunter, not jumper, because I just like to take my time and not to go too fast around the course. But uh, it's like equestrian, so I do jumps and all that fun stuff. But oh, what's your horse's name? His name is Sven. I named him after the reindeer in Frozen. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so cute. So Sven. did someone drive him down for you? Like, do you just? Yeah, you have to like hire a company and it took him like four days to get here because they have to 
stop overnight and stable him in different spots. And it's actually really funny. The girl who was driving him here, she stopped in Nashville overnight because she had a horse to drop off in Nashville. Um, and at the barn in Nashville, I think it was Cheryl Crow, like saw Sven like in the barn and she was like, Oh my God, I love this horse. Like I want to buy this horse. And the girl who was trailering him was like, Oh, sorry, he's not for sale. Like I'm just bringing him like yeah. through. And she apparently was just like in the stall with him and like petting him and all these things and <laughs> singing to him. I, I know. And it was kind of <laughs> funny because I was like, well, he's actually not that like friendly when you see him in the stall he always pins his ears he's not mean he won't bite you but he just never seems like happy so I thought it was funny that she was like oh my god I love him so much that's <laughs> funny like, back up Cheryl yeah. Crow I put your picture away <laughs> I know it's so funny and if I told Mark that if I was like Mark like if Cheryl Crow offered us like a bunch of money he'd probably be like take it I'd be like yeah. no yeah Sven you're out yeah yep. so so then you obviously board him like do, is he close by to you where you guys live yeah he's about 20 minutes 20 minute drive okay. like that must have been so stressful though like that it took him four days like would you are you or are you more chill like I'm such a mad I it was stressful only because I felt so bad for him standing on the trailer for so many hours like each day yeah but he made it so do you, are you competing then with, um, riding? Um, yeah, so I competed basically my whole life. And then when I went to university, I kind of fell out of it a little bit. And then I think I've had spent almost four years now. And two years ago, I made it to like the Royal Winter Fair in Toronto, which is kind of, I don't even know, kind of like provincials in a way, I guess. Um, and that was probably the highest level I would ever go. This year, past year, I was supposed to go compete in California with my new barn here. And then um, Mark got injured, actually. And so I just, I couldn't, didn't end up being able to go. But Oh, bummer. Oh, darn it. Yeah. Are they still competing this year? Like during this last year, have they been competing still? Yeah, they did. They shut down for a little while, um, obviously, when everybody did. But mm -hmm. then they were able to figure it out and just kind of, like everything, you have to be wearing face masks around the show and all that okay. kind of thing. Um, was it difficult for you to find another trainer when you moved to Vegas? Was it just kind of word um, of mouth or is the horse, horse world kind of a small world and you got directed to somebody? It is kind of a small world, especially in Vegas. If I was in California, it'd be a different story because California is like horse country, but Vegas is definitely weird horse country. It's so different than Ottawa like there's no green pastures or anything for the horses and yeah. the barn the barn is like in, indoor outdoor kind of so mm -hmm. it's not it doesn't have four walls and closing it in it's just it has a roof and basically one side um oh yeah it's kind of funny and but I just kind of went to a few different barns and I went to uh, this place called Hunter's Edge and I talked to the owner there and just really liked her so that's where we took him that's Cute. good. How do they, how does he acclimate? Like it is hot in Vegas. There's no, it's really hot. Like, how is that going for him? Um, well in the summertime they put up fans in their stalls, okay. which helps and they're shaded all day. They put them out uh, at night actually in the summer because they can't like really stand out during the day. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't actually here all summer right. this year because my sister got married on july 4th and so i had to i flew back from vegas and did the two-week quarantine and then stayed for her wedding and then there was no point going back because mark was going to be leaving for the bubble and so i basically 
was home for three months, I think, three or okay. four. But Sven gets taken care of when I can't ride. Uh, they're, the trainers here ride him five days a week. So. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So your sister was able, managed to get married still this past summer. Yeah, they were that's originally exciting. scheduled for July 5th. And they just decided they didn't want to change their plans. So they obviously canceled their big wedding mm -hmm. and got married in my parents' yard with just immediate family. So Okay. And Pretty. you guys are currently engaged as well. Yes. So we're wedding. supposed to get married August 28th. So we'll see if it can happen. <laughs> oh, so it's actually planned for 2021. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I hope I think it'll happen. It will happen. I hope. Where, where are you guys getting married? In Vegas. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, so Mark is captain this year. Was this his yeah, first year? Yeah, he was just named named captain this year. That's pretty cool. Oh, congrats to him. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, he was very excited. Well deserved. Jason like is obsessed with watching Mark play. Like he's like, <laughs> this guy is unbelievably so good. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Did they do kind of a ceremony for him or was it kind of um, shocking for you guys? How did that go? Um, he kind of, he told me, he wasn't even going to tell me that he was being named captain. They told him a few days beforehand and he wasn't even going to tell me. I think he wasn't <laughs> going to tell anybody. And then because he's not he's so humble he doesn't want to like brag like it seemed like it's like he's bragging about it mm -hmm. so but then his friend was coming over to use the sauna his teammate and his uh his fiance was coming with him and it was Braden McNabb and somehow Braden found out because the only people that knew were the guys who were named captain and assistant captains and one mm -hmm. of the assistant captains told Braden that Mark was being named captain and so Mark then decided to tell me he's like just so you know, I'm being named captain on Tuesday. He's like, I'm just only telling you because I feel like Brayden might have told Lon. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, I was like, why? Yeah, and I was like, why weren't you gonna tell me? He's like, I don't know. I'm just gonna wait till it came out. Like, yeah, yeah until it's like the first game, and you're like, oh, sorry, Mark, what's on your jersey? <laughs> well, they they announced it the day before the first game, and they announced it like on Twitter and Instagram and everything, and they had a bunch of media. And, so it was cool watching those videos. I actually got like, I like teared up watching some of the videos because in one of them, um, it's uh, our like news girl asking Mark like questions about himself. And one of them was like, what was it like, like growing up and being told you couldn't skate because he actually was told that like multiple times. Like, and he's just, I don't even know. It just makes me so like happy to see him succeed. <laughs> totally, of course, of course. He must've been so proud. I think it's I think it sweeps upon you too. Ray was captain in Columbus, and I don't remember the moment when he told me that he was captain, but I just remember thinking, "Oh, that's really cool." Like, um, but it was, I don't know. I think maybe I was shocked that he was being named yeah. captain. He had played for a long time on different teams. He hadn't been there that long, but uh, it's it's definitely exciting. And I think obviously with someone like Mark, he's getting that captaincy because he's he can lead. You know, and that there's so many cool characteristics that come with that. And I think a lot of those guys don't necessarily even need a letter on their jersey to be a leader. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I has said that b before, like he's been on teams too, where they, they're like, he wears the A and someone else wears a C or they give certain guys the A and raise like, you know what, I don't need a letter on my jersey to be the mm -hmm. person I am in the room or what you need. Yeah. Some people do need that. But it sounds like with Mark, like just being humble and obviously he was an amazing candidate for it. It's exciting. Yeah, he was, he was definitely excited. I think he was maybe also a little bit like 
nervous just in the way that he wanted to make sure he did a good job. But well, um, of course. it's kind of funny though, because he hasn't been on a team with a captain since I think since Eric Carlson was the captain in Ottawa was the last time Mark had like a captain um, because Mark's last year, whole year in Ottawa, they, after Eric was traded, they didn't have one. They just had A's. Right. And then in Vegas also until this year, they didn't have a captain. Really? Oh, so they've never had a captain on the team? Yeah. Like he's like the first like captain in franchise history, which is it's cool. Cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought my brain, cause I kept thinking who was the captain before? And I was going to ask you, but I didn't want to sound like yeah, they know they never had one. Enough. Oh, I didn't realize okay, that. Okay, well, even better. Exactly. <laughs> that's very exciting. What a yeah, cool, it was like, super oh, exciting. That's really yeah. cool. The first cool. captain of Vegas. Proud moment. So, d- growing up, did you and your sister both ride, or just yeah. You? yeah? And is she still riding too? She is. Yeah. So she, I, she's a better rider than me. I'd say. Um, she's just more like. No, I, I feel like I'm more hesitant and nervous um, and she doesn't have as much fear as me. So she actually moved up to, I max I'll jump is three foot and she moved up to the three, six for a while. Um, and then she recently in the past, probably four, four years ago, she moved to jumper, which is like the one it's like kind of where you go fast and try not to knock down rails um yes, whereas okay. what I do is judged so you basically have to make it look nice okay and so Jamie did that for a while and then just over the past year she actually kind of took over this baby that my mom bred she kind of wants to like bring him up to a good level yeah oh that's exciting and how old Sven Sven is 14 now I think Okay, so what's like the what's a prime age then for kind of around 10, 11 is when they're in like their prime, which is when I bought him. I bought him when he was 10. And the horses are so different. Some of them can compete until they're in their 20s. And wow. Yeah. Yeah. You just said your mom had bred this horse. So do you guys have a bond? Did you grow up? Um, We grew up riding. My mom didn't grow up with horses she didn't grow up with any animals at all and then she kind of went full out got seven dogs stayed at a her and my dad stayed at this barn with so many horses when they were newly married or not even married yet and my mom would put my dad on these arab horses that are the worst to ride and my dad would get bucked off miles from the barn and have to walk back (laughs) i think it kind of ruined my dad's taste for horses um but my mom just has always loved horses. And so she started doing dressage. And then when me and Jamie were young, she wanted us to get into it. So then my mom actually switched over also. She doesn't jump or anything. She's more of like a leisure rider, but okay. Um, but she just loves doing it. That's kind of cool that she's passed her passion down to you guys and that you can kind of enjoy it all together. It's kind of have fun to have a shared passion, I think with your parents and siblings. Yeah, for sure. My dad would always try to get us into his passions also because we had the riding with my mom. Yeah. So he put us into ski racing because he wants us to be able to go skiing with him, yeah. uh, which we do love skiing. So see, that's good. It's good to be well-balanced. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, and now you said you're, um, you're golfing a little bit in Vegas. The girls, do you have a league? Yeah. Did you join a ladies league? Tell us about um, it. So Mark joined a club here in Vegas last January and then 
during COVID when they weren't skating or anything, a bunch of other guys on the team also joined the same course. And then since they were members, we're automatically members also. So, so Braden McNabb's fiance already golfed and so did Chandler Stevenson's fiance. They already golfed. And so then me and Mariana, who is Shay Theodore's girlfriend and Kylie, who is Alex Tuck's girlfriend, we were kind of like, well, why don't we start golfing? (laughs) So we started just bought some clubs and started going to the course, going to the range. And then one of the pros at the club started giving us lessons and taking us out for a few holes. And we just really grew to love it, which was funny because I used to hate golf just the thought of it because Mark would spend every day at the course Mm -hmm. for eight hours. So Uh, because the golf course is like the other woman for a while. Totally. It is. They're leaving you for her. I know they go golfing and then they sit in the men's club afterwards. Oh yeah. It's a full, yeah, it's a full shift. And like when Jay, during the last lockout, so many guys were locking it out in the desert, like in Scottsdale, because for some reason that was the only place they got ice. And like, all they would do is golf too. Like Jason would do 36 holes and then he'd come home and he'd be like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't feel bad for you. Like, what are you doing? You chose golfing? that. Yeah. 36 yeah. holes in 110 degree weather. Like I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling for you here, buddy. It's so funny. When you, when you can learn with your girlfriends, I think it's so fun. There's a lot less pressure to be competing with your spouse. Yeah. I know Ray and I would it's, argue all the time, but it's fun because then it's, there's not a lot of pressure and you can enjoy yourselves. You're being social, but you're active at the same time. I kind of like that. I like to yeah. be socially active with my friends. It's so funny too, because oh. now we're all convinced we're going to be, we're going to get so good because a bunch of girls have bets with their guys. Like if they beat them at a round, they, the guys will give them money. And I don't think, yeah, I don't think Mark and I have a bet for golf because I know that I would never, ever beat him at golf because he's so good. Maybe he should have to play with the wrong hand. I don't know. But tennis, like we have a bet for tennis and he's so confident that I could never beat him at tennis. Like I could, if I really dedicated myself, I think I could. Oh my gosh. That's the, I'm so skilled. They're so hand-eye coordinated. They are. It's I they're agree. Good at everything. Like they're they really good at everything. everything. Because it's he's never total. taken a tennis lesson, but everyone who plays with him is like, oh my God, he's so good. Well, yeah. He can't be that good. Yeah. <laughs> Someone Ray, has to beat him. Ray is the same way. I was playing a bunch of tennis when we lived in Florida. I had never really played before and then started taking lessons with a bunch of girls. Same thing on the team. It's so fun in these different regions of the country yeah. where your teams are. All of a sudden, you've got a group of tennis players. And like in Montreal, those girls are all playing hockey together, right? The have nots. Yeah. There and you guys are all golfing. It's just kind of funny that it's so regional. Yeah. But Ray and I down there too. I was playing like all the time. I probably played five times a week. And then finally I went out and played Stacy Muller and I actually played with Kirk and Ray. And they were beating us. And then all of a sudden they weren't beating us. And I didn't realize that they had switched hands. Oh. So they were all of a sudden and they were still freaking good. It was that bad that I was like, you guys are fuckers. Like I can't believe. And I, and I was like annoyed with myself that I didn't notice, but. I just need a Katia Pacioretty to play Mark. Right. She could beat it. She could beat it. She could beat him with her left hand because she's so good. <laughs> we'll just give her a mask of you and she can wear it. Yeah. yeah. But I just need her to play him and beat him and just like knock yeah. him down a peg, maybe. She can be your Huckleberry. <laughs> what do you call that when someone does when someone goes in for the friend? It's like your Huckleberry, right? I think so. I'm out. You get injured. Oh, I rolled my ankle. Yeah. Katia will play. Katia. For the million. <laughs> You're up. Oh my god, that's hilarious. There's no way. Mark no I think Mark knows Cassie would beat him, so he would say no bet. Yeah, he'll lay low on that one. Yeah. 
Oh my God, that's hilarious. Okay, so speaking of like you and Mark, and this is fun stuff, like getting to know your guys' personalities. I'm gonna do some Venus and Mars questions. So just answer okay. you or or Mark. Okay. Okay. Um, who was the first to declare their love? Mark. Who wears the pants in the relationship? Mark. <laughs> Who's funnier? Mark. <laughs> Come on, Kodak, mix them up here. <laughs> who's, who's more stubborn? Mark. What? Okay. Who That's takes the longest to get ready? Me. Okay, holy. Okay. <laughs> who's, a, who's a better driver? I think me. He'd say him. Okay. Who's a better cook? Me. Who's messier? Mark. Who spends more money? Me. Who does the laundry? Me. Who's more social? Me. Who plans the vacations? Me. Who's a better dresser? Me, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who eats more junk food? Oh, Ryder just, just said me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard one. Probably me though. Oh, I love it. Um, and who con who controls the TV? Mark. Who has a better vocabulary? Me. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. That's what we got. <laughs> Those the are cute. TV one's so funny because I'll be watching something and if he comes home from the rink in two seconds, he's like, can I change this? And he doesn't even wait for my answer before he changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey man go for it like, Fine. <laughs> thanks he's like well you've already seen this so try the second time <laughs> no i love re-watching shows so much that's ray ray does that too i'm like really you could probably just script the whole thing i you know could him. do that with so many shows but i still love re-watching them and mark is the opposite he hates re-watching things the only thing that he's re-watched is he'll re-watch sports highlights all day Mm -hmm. And he's he rewatched the Last Dance a couple times, oh, yeah. the Michael Jordan one, and the Tiger Woods one that just came out too. Those are things I'll rewatch. Yeah. yeah. What do you, what's your favorite show? Like, are you more of a movie watcher or a series watcher? Probably more of a series. And you're rewatching series? Yes, I will rewatch Friends and Grey's Anatomy until I die. That's a given. <laughs> Friends is con like constantly playing at Bridget's house. Yes. Like yeah. Her daughter, her, all the time. Always. And I, and I recently have been rewatching Shit's Creek like over and over oh, and over. So that's funny. definitely one that you can put on a on a loop too. I, I know it's so funny. I'm just catching up on Grace. I'm on season 14 because oh. I for a while I was I just kind of lost it. And now I'm like, where was I? Are they on, I'm just, they're on 17 now, I think, which are is they? insane. Oh, okay, this is what I do when Ray goes to bed at night. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys have any, are you guys able to do anything like that feels kind of normal team wise? Like, do you guys get to do any charity stuff this year? Um, me and Veronique Fleury did a charity at Christmas. Um, so there's usually like a charity called the Shoebox Project, which I always loved right. helping with in Ottawa. And then last year I helped with it in Vegas. And I remember Hannah, year, you can, Hannah was telling us about that. She yeah and this year they didn't do it they did it all virtually so you could donate virtually and like pick the shoe boxes virtually but we didn't think it was like as fun for people like that couldn't like just make the shoe box themselves mm -hmm. so me and v decided to team up to do it we d collected money and we collected full shoe boxes um at several different locations and we donated them all to a organization called safe nest in vegas and safe nest is just a organization all the girls on the team like working with because it helps women who are in domestic violence situations. Um, so it's just always something we like to help with. Awesome. Yeah. Refresh our memories again. Tell everyone what, what is put in the shoe boxes. It's not shoes. It's no. So it's like, so you wrap it with Christmas paper or whatever, and then you add things that 
you don't want to add things like that they would make it feel like charity. So we, we never put anything in like feminine hygiene products or anything like that. It's more things like fuzzy socks and face masks, nail polish, um, a little chocolate lotion, um, things like they can use and obviously want, but just nothing that makes it feel really like charity. Like mm -hmm. Yeah. So kind yeah. of little, like little luxury items, you know, yeah. that are definitely needed, but well, that's yeah, good. That you guys like were, a gift. That's yeah. Awesome. That's so nice. You guys were still able to do that. Yeah. It was, uh, definitely fun to do it. We, I think with all the monetary donations, we were able to make 130 shoe boxes or something like that, which was crazy. Awesome. So we kind of had a little like assembly line going at Feast House, um, before Christmas and yeah, it was fun. That's great. Um, no, that's amazing. I'm glad that like, there was some sort of normalcy that you're still able to help, especially like at the holidays. Right. And I find that NHL teams and like, you know, and other teams I'm sure, but that's when everyone really likes to get together and get something going and, you know, help where we can. Cause we're so fortunate. And, um, I'm so glad that you guys were able to do that. Cause that's such a cool, um, yeah, definitely. Period. Um, the guys every year also, they, they have a thing at Thanksgiving where they go and hand out, um, like turkeys to families. And so we, the team was still able to do that. They just, obviously everyone was wearing masks and it was a little bit more like spaced out or whatever, but it was, they still got to do that. And the other thing we still got to do was the adopting of the families where you like buy all the gifts for the families and awesome. then wrap them and drop those off. So that's my I, favorite one. That's always too. been my favorite. It I was agree. fun, but we took on, I feel like a lot more kids than we almost should have this year because I was so stressed. I feel like I was going to Target or Nordstrom Rack every day and it still wasn't <laughs> enough. I was like, oh my God, we have enough for this kid, but we don't have enough for this kid. We need to go to get this. And then you're matching. It was stressful. Totally. Uh, yeah. You like, you have to separate it all and be like, okay, yeah, this yeah. one has like four presents and, but this one only has three and the value yeah. and you're trying to, oh, you're just trying uh, to make it even and so special. Yeah. It was yeah. stressful, sure but it was, then once it's done, you feel so good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you created so much magic for so many families. What a gift. I know. Mark always says he wishes that you could like see videos of them opening them up so you could see if they like love them or whatever, but yeah. you can imagine that they do. Yeah. yeah. We've done that on a couple of teams. It's funny because on different teams, they do different things. Some, we just mm -hmm. dropped off the, the gifts and you would never see who got them. And then there were other teams, I think was it, Kodak, was it here in Arizona? We all went together um, and the gifts were there. And then they, they actually got to come in. There was another time we brought the gifts. This was kind of cool too. We all brought the gifts in unwrapped and then the moms were able to come in and shop from the gifts that we brought. And so they yeah. got to choose things themselves, which cool. was kind of cool because they felt that they were still part of the process. Yeah. yeah. Um, totally. I really loved that. And then I thought there was one too, where we kind of came and we had a party with all the kids and then they got, oh, that, was those that was a classroom. Like I, classroom? yeah, I adopted oh, a okay. kindergarten class for four years. And so, yeah, you just, but the first year I messed up, I just let them pick any presents in the whole world, write out your list, like any present. And like, that was probably how you felt. You're literally store to store to store. And it was like, Little Mermaid t-shirt. Well, Little Mermaid was in the Disney vault that year. Like I couldn't find one fucking thing, Little Mermaid in all of Phoenix. Like, and like you should have dressed up like the Little Mermaid. Oh, I know. We seriously. actually, we had one girl ask for an elf on the shelf and Mark and I probably went to five different stores to try and find this thing. And eventually one of my friends here in Vegas, I told her, I was like, I cannot find an elf on the shelf everywhere. And she's like, 
oh, that's like that little elf thing that like you put out at Christmas. She was like, I'm pretty sure I saw those at Party City. And so we drove to Party City oh, and they had them there. There they were. Yeah. Like, thank God. I know. But and they I were the- sold out everywhere. Mark even no went way. to some random Walmart in the middle of nowhere. Um, Cause it said they had them in stock online and he got there and they were like, no, sorry. <laughs> so are you guys having any fun there? Are you guys allowed to do stuff? Like what's Vegas looking like? Um, Vegas itself is, they actually just opened up restrictions a little bit so we're actually going to be having fans at games starting March 1st which is oh I think 20 percent capacity yeah 20 percent capacity or something they're allowed so have um, you been able to go as families yeah families um okay. have been going and we're just we're all spread out you got to wear a mask and mm-hmm. um last game they had I think they had a few fans in the just the suites yeah. yeah. Um, we're allowed like just one family, obviously in one suite. And then they'll be starting to have fans in like the lower and upper bowls soon, which is crazy. We yes. personally are not allowed to do anything because of the rules with the NHL. Obviously they don't want us exposing the guys or anything, but yeah, which is boring, they, but you know, <laughs> yeah. a lot of laying low, but I mean, I yeah. like as, uh, you know, as much as it sucks, like if that's a worse problem, is that we're a little bit bored? Like, yeah, we're, I we're, walk we're my dog. Yeah. Walk my dogs and work out every day. And <laughs> we've talked about this before, though. It really is yeah. such a family effort. And even, even more so this year, like, mm-hmm. you know, in pro sports in general, it's, it is a family unit that is supportive of the player, whether it's male or female sport um, or athlete, I guess. But I feel like this year, especially, you're just realizing the sacrifice that families are making to um, make sure that their spouse stays healthy and affect the team and the business can continue running and the people can be entertained. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, uh, it's literally all and everyone, all they want is for the guys to play hockey. It's just mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter to me if I have to sacrifice my social life to just mm-hmm. let him play because obviously right. that's what I want also. And right. The only thing I think that sucks the most for me is that I can't go home because of the quarantine yeah. in Canada. I just, there's no way I could ever um, two week quarantine without my dogs. Like I can't leave them here and then be there for another week after that. And it's just yeah. too long. Yeah. It's not doable. How are you, how are you dealing with that? We, we don't do a lot of COVID talk on here because it's everyone's getting it everywhere, but I just feel like mentally with this year anniversary of COVID hitting yeah. us, it's like heavy. It's heavy. Yeah, it's, I'm trying to figure out how to keep myself up, to be honest. It's definitely hard, especially because I'm so family oriented. Like I would see my mom and dad on a weekly basis when we were in Ottawa. And even last year before COVID, my mom was here pretty much every month, I think. Uh, like, cause she like misses me and Jamie so much. She always finds a way to come and visit us. My dad's a little bit busier, so he couldn't come as often, but um, but it's definitely hard not being able to see them. Mm-hmm. And it was nice being home this summer. It's so different because when I went home for the summer, I didn't see Mark for like, I think it was like 97 days or something. I didn't see him like counted out. Yeah. Um, wow. And that was so hard to be away from him for that long. But at the same time, it was so nice to be with my family for so long. And so it's almost like I get like a huge dose of everybody all at once. And then I can't see them for so long and vice versa. So, yeah. 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 You can't have it all at once. Like it's, you, yeah. Do you talk to them often, your parents? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think I text my mom like almost every day. And if she doesn't text me for one day, she'll text me the next day saying, just saying like, hi, love you. Didn't talk to you yesterday. So. Oh, that's good. 
That's yeah. So and my dad is so funny because my dad, I won't talk to as often, but when I do talk to him, it's a lot more intensive conversation. Yeah. He's so funny the way he texts. He can't just send me one long text telling me everything he wants to say. It's hot, small little texts. Hi, Haley. How are Send. you? Yeah. How's this? How's Mark? <laughs> oh my God, that's me. <laughs> it's so annoying. I always send like one long text. I just like space it out. I do like the little like double like yeah. space or whatever. Me too. It's like, a, it's, it's a novel. It's a novel. I'm not going to lie. I, I know. It's so funny. I learned, I think I learned that from Mariana, uh, one of my friends here, because she did, always did that. And I was like, that's such a good way to text. I'm going to text like that. And then... <laughs> randomly now people that I text always tell me they're like I don't think I've ever met someone who texts in the way that you do with like the double spacing yeah. in between have you done a, had a bachelorette party yet no no I uh I think last year as soon as COVID kind of shut everything down all at once that was when we were supposed to leave for my sisters okay so she never got one either and then this year I was hoping to do something, but I mean, obviously I'm not going to plan anything yet because right. I don't want to have to cancel it. So if anything, it'll be a last minute thing, but yeah. Is this even open? if it's, um, it is. And like, I didn't even know this until this week, I guess that some of the clubs are even open, but you just have to be a boost. Obviously there's not a huge mosh pit of people <laughs> up at the yeah. front. Um, VIP only. Yeah. yeah. No, so no it's, no it's literally only people at booths and all the restaurants are open. I think they, they were at a four person maximum at a table until a couple weeks ago. And then they upped it to six. Okay. Wait, what are your dog's names? Um, so the one whining is Eldrick. He's named after Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, and then we have Olive and Lou and they're both golden retrievers. Oh, right. Okay. Um, I knew about Olive. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. it's Olive's birthday on Friday and I want to cry. She's like well, my little baby. Didn't she, wasn't she kind of your little medical? Yeah. She's like too? my little medical miracle almost. <laughs> I had no idea in the desert that they had plants that are planted in the backyard as landscape that are poisonous to dogs. Mm -hmm. Oh God. She ate this thing called a sago palm because mm -hmm. it puts them into liver failure. So they had to give her liver protectant meds and give her charcoal and all that. And she had a stay overnight at the vet and I remember sitting in the vet and my friend Mara was with me and the vet definitely thought we were a lesbian couple because she kept like talking to both of us like as if it was yeah. like all it was our dog and Mara yeah. kept like she'd look at Mara and Mara would like have her phone and she'd just be like <laughs> <laughs> just look away my part um, support and the support yeah yeah it was so funny um and uh, then the next day they called us and they were like you can come see her if you want she's a lot better and Mark was back from Chicago at that point. So we went and saw her and she was so much better. Um, and then she got to come home a couple of days later, but she was just lucky that she wasn't one of the 50% that goes into liver failure. But I guess, I don't know if we didn't take her to the vet, maybe she would have, but no. that was scary. Oh, that scary. is scary. Well, and then too, in the desert, there's like, I remember when we lived in Scottsdale, there's this like certain type of frog. And if dogs lick the frog. Yeah, they're like toads and they can't lick yeah. them. And even people I don't think are supposed to touch them. Yeah, they're huge bridge. I only ever saw really? one on our front lawn in Scottsdale, but I sent it to someone because I was like, what the F is this? And then I was like, is he lost? Must Sorry, need to, uh, when friends move into different areas, I guess, different teams, like you don't think about that, but the desert is definitely a different beast. Like you need yeah. to know the animals that you shouldn't touch or go near and the plants that you should stay away from or that your totally. dogs yeah. should. We have one in our yard too. 
that it, it's more like a succulent, but it's same thing. It's poisonous for dogs and we oh, wow. have it back there. We had eight of those sago palms and I had wow. no idea they were poisonous and we got them all ripped out obviously right away. <laughs> yeah. And then the vet also told us about, um, I think they said oleander is also very poisonous to dogs. Oh, okay. Those are almost things though. When you move in, you almost need to ask. You don't think to ask that though. Uh, well, I'm glad that you'll have some fans in the building. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, honestly, the T-Mobile arena is insane. Like the fans here are another level. They're so good. So it'll be so fun. I think for the team to have them back. It's, yeah. it is awesome there, Kodak. You'll have to get to a couple games. I've, I've been able to be at a couple of the playoff games in the last couple of years. Oh love my God, the playoff games are love insane. the energy. It's so fun. They're so crazy. Fun. It's like so a club fun. almost. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and it, it's so fun because it's, I mean, Vegas has some of the best people watching out of any city I've ever been to. Oh, and yeah. then throw those people all into a hockey rink. Mm-hmm. It's freaking glitter it's suits. It's so funny. And like, I think it's funny too because the fans here were just, they were just so desperate for a sports team because they never had one. And so they really just embraced the Knights. And even though like some, some people have no idea about hockey, but they just learned so quick, like, because they were just wanted to be Knights fans. So it's so funny because they're not even really hockey fans. They're Vegas Golden Knights fans. But it's fun to do something for entertainment there that you can like talk at, right? Because like you go to a show and you don't sit there and talk with your friends. Like, yeah, you know, if you go to Cirque du Soleil, you're unless like, oh, it's whoa. the thunder you, from down under. Yeah, and you literally get yeah. Cirque du Soleil intermission in yeah. the games. Totally. <laughs> yeah, but like, well, yeah, except for thunder down under, except for you can't talk with, when you're holding dollar bills in your mouth. <laughs> right. That's right. When you're spitting them out of your teeth. Sure enough. Sure enough. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know what, though? It's great, though, because they are being entertained. Sometimes when people know too much about hockey, then it's like a hushed building. Well, we won't take up any more of your time. Thank you so much for coming on. It was so good to get to know you. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. Thanks to for asking me. Julie, Julie's and little sister. Yes, Julie, mini Julie. That's what she always calls me. Yeah. We just get, we get all of Julie's friends on here. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like it's always on. like, yeah, we're always like, oh. Oh, yeah. You guys had Aaliyah and Kayla on last week, right? Yeah. Was, yeah. I, lo- I love those two. They're yeah. hilarious. They were so yeah. cute. Very cute. Yeah, so. well, thanks so much. And I hope that this year turns around and just, I think things will just continue to get better. I'm just trying to be positive. I'm saying yeah. this to my, giving myself this mantra over and over. I know, me too. I just keep being like, yes, we're getting married. Or yes, it's going to happen. It'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, we'll, well, I think we'll do it anyways. Even if we had to only have family, I just don't think we'll postpone. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you can have your bachelorette party after you get married. Yeah, exactly. My right. sister still wants to do that because we all have our tickets still from Nashville that we canceled so yeah put it on hold I agree yeah (laughs) all right well it was nice to meet you Haley nice chatting nice to meet you too thanks so much guys yeah thank you we'll chat soon bye okay bye bye. thanks for hanging out you've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera